Oh, sweet tundra na Jesus, bye. What a show we have today. And if you don't like today's show, gang, uh, by the way, this is Harlan Williams. You are on the Harlan Highway podcast. I am he, Harlan Williams. And if you don't like today's show, guess what? It ain't my fault this time, okay? You know whose fault it is? It's your fault because today's show is phone messages on the Harland Highway hotline. These are real messages from real callers, from pavement pounders, people who listen to the podcast, calling in, leaving their comments, asking their questions, sharing their thoughts, heaping their praise, uh, tearing me down with their insults. It's all here. And I got to tell you, it's fascinating to hear uh, what's on people's minds. It's it's great to hear the comments, the comedy, the seriousness. The uh, it's it's nice to find out the topics that strike a chord with people. It really is uh, a pleasure to get calls from you guys. And just so you uh, don't miss out, a lot of people probably think, "Oh, I'll never get on there." Well, guess what? If you call, you might. Can't promise it, but you might. Here's the number, 323-739-4330. I'll give it out again later. But you got to be in it to win it. And you are in it right now here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You are causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Kaboom! Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good... Good... Nelly Furtado. Sometimes I have trouble getting her name out. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good Nelly Furtado. There. Uh, Hey, gang. And I don't mean like gang, like you're all in a gang, like the Bloods or the Crips or, you know, the East Side Mario's or whatever. I just mean gang, like podcast gang, pavement pounders, ladies and finurdle blurgans, that kind of gang. Uh, Today is a great day because today is phone call day. There it is. Yeah. The phones are ringing. Here, oh, there it is again. The phones are ringing here at the Harland Highway. And uh, as you know, I give out the phone number here for uh, you guys and gals to leave messages. 323-739-4330. I kind of let the messages build up a little. And then I uh, I pick out uh, a bunch of them. And uh, we play. We play them. We get your feedback, your comments, your insults, your your idiotic rants, your whatever. You get to say whatever you want. And I get to respond however I want. So without further ado, let's uh, let's get our first call going right now. Yeah, Harland. I was just wondering if Hitler were to pose for Charmin. <laughs> huh? 
the hell is this guy on, man? I, I got the first part. Hey, Harlan, what if Hitler to, were to pose for... And then it just went into, like, Temple Grandin. I mean, it was like, what the hell is he saying? Can you can you figure out what he wants Hitler to pose for? What if Hitler were to pose for... Hitler were to pose for Charmin? What? For Charmin? What are you saying, dude? For Charmin? Okay, here's what I need you to do. Just so I, I'm clear on who you are. I don't have... I, I think you're trying to say, what if Hitler posed for... Sh- Charday or shrapnel or Charmin, which I think is a paper towel. But just so we're clear who I'm dealing with here, if you're completely bonkers, okay, signal to me with a weird, demented, psychopathic, I live in a root cellar in my parents' basement, laugh. <laughs> Okay, good. Cleared that up. Let's move on quickly. <laughs> okay, dude, we got you. Moving on. For Sharnan? Yeah, I'm moving on for Sharnan. Okay? Next call. Here we go. <laughs> Harley, I just wanted to call and say, you know, I've been listening to a podcast and Corolla and so forth, and I just heard about your show about a month ago, and you make me laugh my ass off. So I'm just calling to encourage you to keep going because I don't hear you ever have any advertisement. So I'm thinking it's some bitch. He don't have nobody to pay him. But I laugh my ass off every time I, I listen. I'm going back over old shows over the last couple of years because I just heard about you about a month ago. And I'm just calling to encourage you to keep continuing because I think you might be gone soon because you don't have any advertisement. I just want to call and say hello. Uh, and encourage you. Thank you. Bye. Well, how about that? What a what a great call. Thank you so much for that call. And uh, you know what? You're right. I don't have any advertisement. And I never have had any advertisement. I've never had any sponsors. I've never had any money coming in. And uh, guess what? I've had offers. I've had people approach me. And you might think I'm stupid for not taking money, but there's something about just doing this for the spirit of it. You know, it, it it's like everything seems to be for money these days. And uh, I feel like sometimes if, if you've got something you can offer the world that brings joy and goodness and, and, uh, and love and happiness and makes people laugh, I don't know. I feel uh, I feel like I- I'm happy to share that with people, and there's no agenda. There's no there's no uh, monetary gain involved. It's um, it's weird. I've actually turned down offers to, uh, for for sponsorship and for money, and uh, in a way, it's uh, it's it's like I I feel like there's a purity to to what I'm doing, just from my own uh, you know psychological point of view and uh you know most things in life have a price on them and uh you know i I, i've always been a guy who appreciated charity and i try to do charity work when i can and uh you know sometimes i wish i had more time to visit an old folks home or go to an orphanage or, or just you know work at a soup kitchen 
you know, give back to the community. And, and I guess maybe in a way, my friends, that this is like a, a way for me to, uh, if, if you want to call it a gift to make people laugh or, or make them think or chuckle or get pissed off or whatever, this kind of is like a way where I feel like um, I can just give something back to the world. And it, and it don't cost nobody nothing, you know? Uh, and this is my fourth year doing this. I've been doing this for four years. And, yes, it's a lot of work. But I'll tell you what, gang, I love every second of it. And I love people like the gentleman who just called and appreciate it. And, and here's one of the things that really keeps me going. Uh, uh, you know, along with your encouragement, this is the type of stuff that really keeps me going. And you make me laugh my ass off. Okay, there's that, and then, all right, I got to be honest, there's also this. So I'm thinking this, so he don't have nobody to pay him. I also like that when somebody goes, that son bitch, he ain't got nobody. Or, he ain't have nobody. I just like the way that voice sounds, man. Listen to it again. It's beautiful. So I'm thinking this son bitch, he don't have nobody to pay him. He don't have nobody that's paying him. I love it. I love that voice. Uh, so there you go. No, I don't have anyone paying me. Uh, it, it, at full disclosure, I am represented under a brand new uh, podcast uh, entity called All Things Comedy, where they do display uh, my podcast, and it's a brand new uh, enterprise. And uh, they are looking for sponsors, and I think there'll be a little bit of trickle-down money from that. But I really put my podcast on there just to get more listeners, more exposure. And by default, they uh, they are looking for sponsorship. So I think eventually some money will trickle down from that. But uh, that being said, there's a lot of guys on there, and I don't think it'll be a lot. I think it'd be like $20 a month or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, someday I might have to do it. Um, you know, if my life gets crazier or busier or or it just becomes too much or I, I try to make my podcast bigger. Right now, I just do half an hour because that's all I can really handle because I do all the work myself. Um, a lot of podcasters have, have teams working on them. A lot of them have production people. A lot of them have uh, engineers. I actually do everything by myself. I do all the post-production. I do all the uh, sound effects. I do the music. I do uh, I do all of it, man. And like I said, it's a joy. I love it. And I love it that uh, you guys dig it. And I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. Uh, and it makes me feel good to do it uh, for nothing. But uh, one day, if, if my situation gets crazy... And I do need help. I would probably have to do that. But until then, man, I'm just going to keep on rocking. And uh, thank you for your kind words of uh, inspiration. They are they are heard. They are felt. And uh, after four years, we're just going to keep on rolling, man. Yeah, baby. You don't have nobody. Well, that's not true. I got one guy. I got this guy. For Charmin? Yeah, I got him. <laughs> yeah. Some bitch. All right, let's move on. Who else we got? Hey, Harlan, I just wondered, man, you were on one of your podcasts, you were talking and you, you were saying theater. You were doing a <clears throat> your show over New Year's at a theater, 
but uh, I'm interested in, in going to that, but I don't know what a theater is. That might be a Canadian theater. I don't know, man. Hey, I love your show, man, but just let me know what the theater is. Merry Christmas, man. Bye-bye. Okay, I talk funny. I screw up a lot of words. I mispronounce stuff. <laughs> Believe me, I hear about it. I, I get a lot of letters. I get a lot of letters about the way I talk, especially one 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 pavement pounder up in uh, up in Calgary, Canada, Veronica, Veronica Rossi. God, never never hear the end of it, man. It's kind of funny to me, but wait a minute, this guy's you got to cut me a little slack. I said a Canadian theater, and it. You're saying what? Theater? I, I don't know if I hear the difference. I'll, I'll play you how you said I said theater, and then I'll play you how you said it. And I don't know, man. You might be me. I don't know what a theater is. Okay, now in his next sentence, he says he, he compares theater to theater. There's a Canadian version and the American version. I don't know if I hear a difference. Do you? I don't know what a theater is. That might be a Canadian theater. I don't know, man. Well, is it really that far off? Is it that much of a mystery? Theater. That was me, and this is you. Theater. Can you really not tell the difference? Theater. 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 Do you not know what I'm saying? For Charmin? Ah, come on, man. You gotta figure it out. What's wrong with you? I don't know, man. Okay, well, I'm gonna move my ass on. Hey, Harlan. Just wanted to comment that you should change your underwear at least once every 24 hours, especially at your age. Um, other than that, not much to tell you. Okay. Uh, thanks for the tip, dude. Uh, wow. I'll, I'll get right on that. I guess I better, especially at my age. Hey, uh, it's been about four days since I've been high. I thought I'd just call, see if you can, know, like, spare me a hit. Blow it to the phone or something. Thanks. Anyways, out. Okay, I'm here to help. Let me try and blow it through the phone or through the computer or through the... I'll blow it through the podcast. How's that, dude? Ready? Okay, ready? Here it comes. There. How you feel now, man? You, you feeling good? <laughs> okay, I'll take that as a yes, dude. Uh, let's keep rolling through these uh, great phone calls. Hey, Arlen, I just came up with a great question. Uh, one of my buddies was talking. He said, what if a hermaphrodite fucks herself? Can she get herself pregnant? I don't know if it's a he or if it's a she, but can it get itself pregnant? I just wanted to ask you that, Holland, and uh, we didn't have an answer, so I was hoping you can come up with one. Okay, buddy? Have a great day. Well, you came to the right place for that question, my fine friend. Uh, as it turns out, as fate would have it, I am a hermaphrodite. baby. Uh, yes, the answer is uh, my, my mother-father... Or my mofo, uh, that's when you blend mother and father together. 
Uh, if they're a hermaphrodite, yes. Uh, my father fucked himself, as you so eloquently put it, and um, gave birth to me. So I'm a I'm a I'm a hermaphro baby. And, uh, you know, as you can see, the results are far from perfect. In fact, bordering on a little demented, but uh, there's, a, there's a collection of us. There's a group of us around the country. We have little uh, get-togethers and picnics and Hermaffa water slide parks and uh, Hermaffa tug-of-war and pin the tail on the donkey. It's great. It's great. Um... So the only thing that was awkward growing up is most of us, when we were growing up, walked in on our mother and fathers, you know, having sex. And for me, it was tough because I would walk in on my father, you know, fucking himself. And uh, just awkward, very awkward. But uh, lots of kids in my family. And uh, congratulations to my mofo for raising five wonderful Hermaphra babies. Hi, Harlan. This is Gabe from uh, Reno, Nevada. I just uh, listened to your podcast about popular music nowadays, and I just want to point out that uh, some people listen to both. I mean, I can find entertainment in uh, talking about the club and talking about thrift shopping or anything like that, but I can also sit back and really appreciate lyrics from any other group or artist. And also, I want to point out that some of those popular artists, they also have music that has depth. So some of the, uh, like Macklemore, for example, is a really popular artist, but uh, his super superficial song uh, is contrasted by the rest of his music that really sends a message to people that is also positive. Uh, so I just want to point that out. Uh, there's lots of ranges of music out there, and I'm trying to do my part by educating my friends and opening them up to better music and not just listening about the club every day. Yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Take it easy, Harlan. Yes, Gabe, exactly. You helped prove my point. See, you said something uh, bang on at the beginning of the uh, of your uh, phone call. You said that you can appreciate uh, music from the club, but you can also appreciate uh, music with deeper, more meaningful lyrics. And my segment about music, uh, maybe I uh, wasn't clear enough on it, um, my statement on that was that the person I had been talking to only got the club stuff, but could not, could not absorb or wrap their head around the deeper lyrics. Now, just so we're clear, I love, I love mindless pop music. I love a good pop tune. I, I love a, I love a, a song that's really about nothing. I mean, I think the police did a song once called Na Do 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 Na Da Da Da. And it means nothing. Um, but at the same time, I also appreciate a deeper lyric, something that's poetic, has, uh, has some meaning, some depth. And I think the point of my little rant about music is that there's a lot of kids nowadays that aren't like you, Gabe, that cannot get around the club stuff. And that was the point I was trying to make. And uh, I, maybe I got to be a little clearer. But uh, that was it. But great call, great observations by Gabe, and uh, thank you for your thoughts on that. 
I mean, it wasn't a deep, penetrating, uh, you know, question like, can hermaphrodites fuck themselves? But nonetheless, it was a very, very uh, worthy uh, question, commentary, uh, statement, whatever. Great call. Thank you, Gabe. Let's keep moving on. Hey, Harlan. Just got done listening to your uh, thoughts on running over a squirrel. Here's another uh, way to think about the end of a squirrel. Imagine being a squirrel looking for nuts, and then here comes a great horned owl swooping down on you and ripping you apart with, grasping you with those talons, and then ripping you apart with that sharp little beak. What would be worse, getting run over and having a quick death or being shredded by a great horned owl? Look them up. I wouldn't want to be shredded by a great horned owl. Have a nice day. Okay, thanks. I'm now officially terrified of owls. Um, and uh, maybe the the uh, the glee in your voice at the the prospect of being pecked alive by an owl. I mean, just you know, I'm a student of of voices, and and the way your your tone went up, the glee you had when you presented your argument, your case, you're like. Imagine the owl. I mean, listen to yourself. Imagine being a squirrel looking for nuts. Imagine being a squirrel looking for nuts. Imagine being a squirrel looking for nuts. It's almost like you're singing it, like like a mad professor skipping through a field with a bunch of children. Imagine the squirrel looking for nuts just before he's ripped to shreds by the beak and talons of the great horny owl. Imagine being a squirrel looking for nuts. And then I got to say, you know, talking about all the shredding and the ripping and the tearing, and then after all that kind of macabre, you know, talk, all of a sudden at the end we got, okay, have a nice day, like I've just, you know, gone through a drive through window. Here's your chicken. Have a nice day. Listen to this. It would be worse getting run over and having a quick death or being shredded by a great horned owl. Look him up. I wouldn't want to be shredded by a great horned owl. Have a nice day. 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 Here's your squirrel fillet with fries. Thanks for shopping an owl burger. Have a nice day. I'm going to give a quick call to Hardy Har Harland and ask. If you have thought about talking about the debit card versus credit card, how they save money if you run it as a debit card because the credit card company doesn't take the percentage out, but you don't get the protection that you get with a credit card, and how stores are making it so difficult for you to run it as a credit card instead of a debit card. Just a thought. Credit card versus debit card. Here's my answer. I don't know, man. I really don't. To be totally honest with you, I have never used a debit card in my life. I don't even have a debit card. I always use my credit card. Um, I don't know. I see people using the debit cards all the time, and that's just foreign to me. I, I wouldn't even know how to do it. I'm being totally honest. Um, I'm one of these guys that uh, pays his credit card fees, like, right away. I'm never late. I never pay interest. I'm always uh, I'm always uh, getting them paid right away, but it sounds like there might be a little fee 
to use your credit card, which is what I think you're telling me. Is is that what you're telling me? I don't know, man. Well, I don't know either, dude. So that means that both of us must be in... Hardy Har Har Land. Yep, Hardy Har Har Land, where uh, there's no such thing as debit. All right, let's keep going. We're getting down to the end of our calls here. Great calls, by the way, gang. Thank you so much. Uh, just remember the number if you want to leave your message with your insightful thoughts and questions about owls or Hitler or or uh, debit cards or how long you should wear your underwear or fucking hermaphrodites, here's the number, 323-739-4330. We got a few more calls to go. Let's get them rolling. Yeah, what's up, Harlan? Kyle in Vancouver here. Uh, seen you a few times when you were up here recently. It's awesome. Can't wait for the next show. Uh, slowly getting some more fans here uh, of you. And um, uh, I guess you've ripped up that BC ticket. Uh, I've got a few of those I wish I could have uh, ripped up myself. Good job. And uh, thanks for sharing it with uh, the fans. Um, you're now officially my favorite podcast. Thought I'd uh, share that out of like 15 or 20, maybe. All, almost all the, the comedy ones, or almost all of them uh, comedy. Um, Spider New Special, um, man, loving Samuel E. Quelk. Uh, sorry if he bugs you, but uh, well, I like more of him. That's awesome. And uh, thanks, buddy. Chicken chow mein, baby. Oh, yeah. Kyle in BC. That's British Columbia, ladies and gentlemen. Had to put in a call from the Canadian boys. As you know, I'm Canadian and American, but Canadian first, born in Canada. Had to drop in some Canadian content here, man. It's nice to know that my my peeps, my brethren up in the Great White North are listening. You know, thank you, Kyle. That is awesome. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to hear people single out the uh, stuff they like. Uh, Kyle said he likes Samuel E. Quauk. That's the jackass who comes on the show and reads his romantic letters, which I don't find romantic at all. I, I found them find them about as romantic as the guys call a few few minutes ago about the owl. Imagine being a squirrel looking for nuts. And I like the way you said you uh, you liked the way I ripped the uh, the ticket up. If you remember a little while back, I got a, a ticket from the uh, British Columbia police. And I was like, screw you guys. And I tore it up. I tore it up right on the air here at the podcast. No word of a lie. And uh, it sounds like, uh, Kyle, it sounds like something you might want to do. I recommend it, man. It sure felt good. Oh, felt real good, dude. Um, I'm glad you're listening, buddy. Thank you. Uh, please, I'm going to make you like the ambassador to the Harland Highway in B.C. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it on your head to spread the word to get the Harland Highway out there to as many people as you can. I, I really appreciate uh, you listening, and I really appreciate your kind, kind words. And uh, hopefully I'm back up in B.C. and uh, we see you kicking around at the local comedy clubs where I like to pop up and uh, work on new material and whatnot. So there you go, Kyle. Rock on, dude. Let's keep going, gang. Uh, This is Reverend Pops. Rev Pops, a.k.a. Matthew W. Pittaway, minister age 56. Frustrated wannabe stand-up comedian, musician, composer, autistic savant, Menson, college professor, Phi Theta Kappa, just a nobody. 
I'll answer all your questions. I've been a minister for 35 years. Glad to explain to you why 2,000 years ago in the Roman Empire, the subservient nation of Israel, Christ was the sacrificial lamb of fulfillment. It's really very simple. Uh, you just have to remember that it doesn't apply to today. It's 2,000 years old. You know what's right and what's wrong. You have the Spirit of God in your heart. We all know. We don't need a man to teach us. According to the Apostle John, it didn't affect him. So the emperor freaked out and threw him on the Isle of Patmos. He ate some mushrooms and got the book of Revelation. This is Pops, Rev Pops, signing off. Peace and love from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, I'm going to hang up. Hang up, you retired piece of computer crap. Okay, Reverend Pops. A little, little bit of a silent pause at the end of that. A uh, little confused. <laughs> um, a while back, I did a, a rant about, uh, was it really necessary to kill Jesus? Would a, would a loving God, would a compassionate God really put his own son up and force him to suffer a, a slow, torturous death? just for the sake of all us idiotic humans. It seems like a, a loving God wouldn't do that. That was kind of my argument. You can go back and listen to it. Uh, but it looks like Reverend Pops tried to, uh, you know, illuminate the situation a little bit. I, I don't know. It was a little vague. It's a little here, a little there. Um, it sounds like Reverend Pops is torn between being a minister and wanting to be a comedian and a singer. And there's a lot going on in your head, Minister Pops. That's like me. I can relate, man. I'm one of these guys who has all these things in his head. And if I can give any uh, comfort back to you, Minister, life is short. Do them all. You know? If you want to, if you want to be a comedian minister, no one, no one says a man of the cloth can't get up on stage and uh, make people laugh, or you, or you can get up and sing, or whatever you want. You said uh, in your message you had the answers for all of us. Well, uh, I think you have the answers for yourself within you as well. Just uh, look inside your light, your inner light, provided by the big guy upstairs. Ask him for guidance, and I bet he gets you to where you want to go, Reverend Pops. Um, so a little bit of a confusing message, but I'll tell you one part I really like that comforted me. Uh, you know, and I'm not a church-going guy, but I believe in a higher force, and uh, there was real sincerity and a real warmth in your voice when you said this. You know what's right and what's wrong. You have the Spirit of God in your heart. Now, that was nice because, you know what, I feel like I do have the Spirit of God in my heart. I always have, and uh, it's nice to hear someone say it out loud because usually that's an inner voice we have when we, when we pray or we, we uh, talk to ourselves or we uh, you know talk to a higher power. So sometimes to hear it out loud is nice. But you know what was very interesting to me was a real tell Reverend Pops, is the confidence with which you said it. There was no wavering. There was no hesitation. You just said it like you knew it. And I'm going to turn that around on you. And I want you to take that confidence and apply it 
to those other things in your life, those other areas in your life that you said were frustrating to you. I want you to listen to your own confidence one more time. You have the Spirit of God in your heart. Take that strength, take that belief, and apply it to whatever you want to do in life. And goodbye frustration. That's for you, Reverend Pops, and for everyone listening. Take strength in that confidence. Great call. A uh, little okay. Little little odd at the end when when the Reverend, who you know is a man of God, got a little frustrated at one of God's creations, technology, and and kind of went off a little bit at the end there. Threw me a little. Okay, Reverend, a little sympathy. Remember, God made all things. He also made, you know, computers and, and answering machines. And lighten up. Lighten up, Father. Lighten up. Uh, and speaking of lightening up, I, th- I thought we would end our phone calls on a very uh, positive, wonderful uh, call from one of my listeners. This one made me smile. This is kind of what it's all about. This is why I do this for free. Let's listen to our final phone message to the Harland Highway Hotline. Hi, Harland. I've been listening to your show for over a year now, and uh, I love every episode, especially the guests. And I always know they're going to be kooky, and no matter how normal they start out, I wait for that punchline for the moment where I realized that this person's ridiculous. And I just listened to the one where there was an endangered species expert, and all of a sudden he starts talking about magicians. And uh, that really cracked me up. I love all of those. And also, uh, the other thing I like about your show is that um, you may talk about the most ridiculous things, and it might be gross, or I might be almost in tears at how hilarious it is. But then you'll also contrast it with some really nice commentary on humanity. It, that that keeps me around too. Not just the, I'm not just here for the funny. I'm here for just the the motivation and the good spirits that you bring on the show too. And and yeah, I just got a little bit emotional there. But yeah, I love every aspect of the show and uh, uh, all of your work are uh, always hilarious, especially your Conan interviews. Those are particularly hilarious. And uh, I really look forward to someday seeing you uh, perform stand-up. And if you're ever deciding to come up to the Tahoe or Reno area uh, in Nevada, I'd definitely go to one of your shows. So take it easy, Arlen. Uh, Thanks for doing the show. Definitely love it. Bye-bye. Wow. What a nice call. What what an upbeat way to end our uh, our calls. Uh, thank you so much for that call. And yes, you have uncovered my secret. I do try to keep it funny. I also do try to, uh, you know, sprinkle in some enlightenment if possible, some, some thoughts, some intelligence, if I can muster any up, uh, along with the comedy. And, uh, you know, I, I try to keep it uh, interesting for myself. And at the, whole, at the same time, I hope I keep it interesting for you. Obviously, there's some base uh, sophomoric humor. And I try to do a little more highbrow humor. And I try to, uh, I try to do a bunch of things that uh, 
I think uh, keep the uh, podcast spicy and uh, give uh, give you guys, the Pavement Pounders, a little variety in your listen so it's not all the same thing from top to bottom. That keeps me uh, keeps me going. Uh, but thank you, every one of you, for the amazing uh, phone calls. Love hearing from you guys. Uh, as I said, I kind of wait for a little while, let them uh, pile up before I do a show like this so that you can hear a bunch of them back to back. And if you ever want to be part of this madness, I can't promise you'll get on, but I try to take, uh, you know, the in- most interesting, the most funny. And uh, the number here is 323 323- Seven three nine four three three zero three two three seven three nine four three three zero. Keep your thoughts, your insults, your funnies, your unfunnies, your randomness, uh, whatever it is. Just keep it coming so that we can keep on laughing here on the Harland Highway. <laughs> okay, there you go, laughter. Uh, let's do a few announcements, and then we're going to bail out of here, gang. Uh, let's see. What can I tell you? Be sure to uh, check out the store, the Harland Highway uh, merch store, if you want shirts and music and books and DVDs and movies and all that stuff is there at harlandwilliams.com. If you want to write to me, harlandwilliams.com. I give you the phone number to call. I'll give it to you again, 323 739 Four three three zero, and let's talk about some delicious stand-up comedy dates. How about it? I will be in Seattle at the uh, Parlor Live. I'm going to be there March twenty eighth through the thirtieth, Thursday through Sunday. The Parlor Live. Check my website out, uh, harlowwilliams.com. Go to the stand-up link, and you can order your tickets right online. And then uh, early April. Here we go. April 5th to April 7th, I will be in Columbus at the Funny Bone. Great club. Uh, that one, folks, I promise you, I sell that one out every time, even Sunday night. So please, if you don't want to be disappointed, you should go to my website right now and reserve your tickets for the Columbus Funny Bone. I don't know why I sell that place out every time, but I'm not joking, I do. And uh, a lot of people end up getting upset because they, you know, they think they can wait to the last minute. You really can't at the Columbus Funny Bone. So go to harlowwilliams.com, hit that stand-up link, and uh, be sure you reserve. Um, Also, don't forget my new stand-up comedy special, Harlan Williams, A Force of Nature, available at harlowwilliams.com. Or you can do a digital download at iTunes. Welcome to the future. And uh, that's it, man. Once again, thank you, everybody, for your great phone calls. Keep them coming. And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Have a nice day.